Welcome aboard, space travelers. Please lower your harness and keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Prepare for blast-off. Welcome to another episode of Discover DLP with myself, Nick. And myself, Paul. And it only took me two attempts to do that intro. So that's, <laughs> uh, I mean, the listener's not going to know that. I didn't even have to admit it, but no. that's, that's the truth of the matter. Um, it's a very rare occurrence. Normally, we just go straight through an episode without any issues. Yeah, maybe. No, Except for Craig. Yes. Yeah, yeah, if it's just you and me, it's normally fine. But yeah, yeah if Craig's on, then yeah, well. He normally makes sure he says something before you do when you hit record. Yeah, normally saying rude as well. Um, But uh, we kind of teased it, I think, on the last episode um, that we were going to bring a guest on. And um, this man doesn't need an introduction because he's not been around recently. It's been a long time since we've spoken to him and we're delighted to welcome back the Lord Luke. Hello, everybody. How are we all? Well, in these crazy times, I'm not too bad, but yeah, um, be worse. Yeah, exactly. But but what can you do? I, I mean, we were talking before uh, the show started. You live in a part of the country that's been pretty badly impacted by the whole COVID nineteen situation. Yes. So, I luckily, I, I, I luckily skirt the actual area that is really badly affected. So yeah, I'm a little bit luckier, but yeah, it's still impacted. Still impacts, but you know. We just crack on. That's it. Keep calm and crack on. That's the British yeah. way. Brit's spirit and all that malarkey. Um, well, we got you on because uh, you recently took a trip to Disneyland Paris. Um, I did. Once it had reopened and everything like that. So, um, but as we closed down. But as we closed down, indeed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Good timing. It was, um, it was, yeah. Well, it was done like that on purpose as well. There's a, there's a backstory to it and everything. Uh, and we are we are going to get to that very very shortly. But uh, before we do, uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the latest news. Um, there was something that I saw just before we started recording uh, that I thought I'd bring to the table, and that is um, some updated closures for the park. So um, all of at, it, yeah, all of it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so at the moment, um, Toad Hall. Is closed. Fianto del Oro is closed. Cal <laughs> surprise. Uh, Fantasia de Gelletia. Oh, I've seen that open Gelletti. a few times. Yeah, that's closed. Um, Auberge Aub- Aub- de C- uh, Cinderellon, that is closed. Uh, Silver Spurs Steakhouse, closed. Waltz, closed. New York Style Sandwiches, surprisingly closed. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Cafe Mickey, hopefully never reopening. And uh, the Steakhouse. Oh, also gosh. gone back down as well. So um, there's no. Does that mean there's no Disney-owned restaurants open in the village? Um. Well, there's not many any anywhere. No, there isn't. There. The Steakhouse, Cafe Mickey, Billy Bob's is that? Billy Bob's is still open, I think. Potentially Disney. 
Yeah, it must be. Own it. Sports bar. Sports bar still open. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that had survived a nuclear warfare, I think. It's the cockroach of the village, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, all of the restaurants in the hotels are closed if the hotel is closed. <laughs> So we've got what two All hotels? <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got two hotels, yeah. right? We've got, so we've got two. We've got Newport, Newport Bay. Bay and Santa Fe. It's yeah. currently the two open hotels. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Um, a few shops are closed as well. Um, I never realised it was called this, but what uh, an imaginative name! The Tower of Terror Shop. <laughs> Don't ask me where it is. <laughs> Don't know. It... No idea. Oh. Jesus, who named it that? Um, <laughs> The kiosks at Walt Disney Studios Park, they are closed. Um, uh, the Disney Animation Gallery, closed. Uh, ribbons and Bows, closed. Is ribbon, Ribbons and Bows, is that the one by the front of Magic of Disneyland Park? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, the Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost, again, not sure what that is, closed. Um, Bizarre Adventureland stores, closed. Uh, Geppetto's, closed. Buzz Lightyear Fraser Shop, closed. Free Fairies Confectionery closed that is that's ridiculous that is there's just nothing open what does it mean like <laughs> it, it sounds like a, a bit of main street's open um yeah, the, the right hand the right hand side the right hand side of it yeah um <laughs> the um the frontier land um oh god what's it called i don't know the one as you go in the yeah, right hand side. trading post well, yeah, it's some of it's called the trading post. We'll just call it all the trading post. That that yeah. obviously yeah. appears to be open. That's quite a good shop. Um, the uh, the Emporium is, is obviously still open, and I, I think the studio shops are open. But otherwise, it just yeah. Wow. And on top of that, Constellations is now covered in scaffolding. Yeah, I saw that because oh. they they've now moved the uh, the work on Buzz Lightyear all the way along. So that's so. Is it closed or is it? No, it's open, but right. it's it's completely covered in scaffolding. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's an interesting way of getting in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hard hat required. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's a lot. Oh, and of course, how the can toilets. I the greatest, the greatest shop of all. The toilets are closed um, <laughs> in certain locations. So. We saw some photos yesterday. It was almost as if, well, it's it's almost as if Craig had gone there. Really, when you think about it, because somebody was maybe he was meant maybe he was meant to be going, and they've gone. We're not letting him in those toilets. We're I just going to shut them all. It's a good shout. It's a good shout, just in case. Um, it, it it looks like it's only the toilets outside of of eateries. Um, I, th- I mean, I don't know what the law is in France, but I know in, in the UK you are supposed to have uh, an, an available toilet if you are uh, a restaurant. Um, so I think toilets in those establishments are still open, but uh, it looked like a lot of the public toilets around the parts had been, had been closed. Yeah. That so, seems strange. If they're trying to promote washing of hands... <laughs> And well, closing the facilities doesn't really add up. No. But then if there's not that many people there, then, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, it, it, it looks like it's a cost-cutting thing. I, I, no, it's I, cost-cutting, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it, 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 did seem, it did seem a bit strange. Um, P-Dubs, was there any news that you wanted to... Uh, not to really. Cover? I think that covered it. We, we talked, as we said, about the toilets yesterday. Um 
We do talk some... about other things, by the way. We don't just yeah, talk we about do. toilets. We don't just Craig. talk about toilets. Um, the, the other thing, talking of the trading post, that's now become the home to all Halloween merchandise by the look of it. That's um, standard. Yeah, Sinead uh, sent us some pictures of some stuff that didn't make a lot of sense. Some Maleficent t-shirts that just oh, say who that said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what just the usual stuff. Have, did it say, like, I have nothing to say? Yeah. What's the point? Honestly. I mean, um, I, we, we love DLP, right? But, yeah. I mean, sometimes the merchandise, you do just scratch your head. Do you remember that, that whole controversy over that... Um, Donald Tuck, D- Donald Tuck, Donald Duck uh, T-shirt where it said um, "retard" on it. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I obviously wow. I get because that is obviously uh, offensive in English, but that's French for you know sleep time, go to bed, retire. Um, yeah, but so you you would also think that they would have the foresight to know that in English it is offensive. Ah, uh, you're, you're giving way too much credit. Sorry. Yeah, way too that, much credit. Oh, I was going to I was going to bring up I, I noticed on the uh, the Facebook page, the English speaking Facebook page that they're posting about people going and being there now and I was like you really is that the right audience to be targeting at the moment? Yeah. The people that can't actually get there. Yeah. <laughs> Salt and rubbing and wounds comes to mind. Um, but speaking of, about people getting there, um, that does lead us to uh, Luke again. So, segue. I, I, mate, I've, I've been doing this eight years. If I can't it's do a good segue right? by now, I may as well give up. <laughs> um, but you, uh, we knew you were going. Um, we, we, although you, you're not really involved with with the podcast anymore. Um, and unlike with some people, it's, it wasn't a bad reason. We didn't have a bad fallout or anything like that. You know, some people we just generally hate, but you know, (laughs) not, not Luke, that was a different situation. I just had lots of other things to do. Exactly. You've got, you've got a life. Let's be honest. (laughs) You've got a life. Some of us don't have one. We know. Yeah, exactly. Who can blame I'm currently, you? I'm currently in the early stages of taking all apart. And if you've oh. seen the photos, you know there's a lot. Oh my God. Yeah, I would not want to be doing that. Um, but we knew you were going to, to Disneyland Paris. And um, yeah. you, you, like many people, you'd, you'd booked your time, you'd booked your accommodation, you'd, you know, you started preparing everything, and then things changed. So I'm, I'm going to put the floor over to you and let you sure. explain exactly what happened with you. So we originally had this trip booked for the May bank holiday. Um, so that's when we originally were going uh, and we were going for four days. And then obviously <clears throat> that was at the time when you, I don't think you could even travel to France when we were on complete lockdown. So that went out the window and uh, the hotel refunded us. Um, the hotel in the UK refunded us because we were staying the night before because we were going via the, um, the uh, tunnel. Uh, the tunnel uh, gave us a gift voucher um, to use for the next two years. So we were kind of just like, oh, well, these things happen. Everyone's in the same boat. Didn't think much more of it. And then we were due to go on holiday later in the year <laughs> in the UK because of circumstance. And that got cancelled because... 
Leicester went into lockdown and we couldn't travel then either. So by that point, we were a little bit miffed that we couldn't go anywhere. So as soon as Disneyland Paris reopened, me and uh, my wife, or, yeah. well, not quite. Um, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, but all right. Um, we thought, do you know what? Um, if we were to rebook the English holiday uh, for when we can travel, it's going to be just as cheap to go to Paris. We've already got annual passes. We've already got the Eurostar voucher. All we've got to do is pay for the hotel again. Should we go? So we did a bit of inquiring and worked out we could go. Um, our, pa- our annual passes were the um, Magic Flex. So I think that was 300 days for the year. Yeah. Um, and uh, the weekend we were looking at going was blacked out. So we were going to travel on the Monday and go for the four days again. Mm-hmm. And we were all happy. And then we heard a couple of weeks before, we heard rumours that... Um, France was on the up and up in regards to COVID cases. And we were like, oh God, it's going to happen again, isn't it? It's going to happen again. And we were on, you know, on the edge of a seat almost for the leading up to it going, is this going to happen? Is it not? Are we actually going to get a refund this time because we've booked it now in COVID times when if you booked it, you probably should have had things in place if you couldn't travel etc etc anyway i believe the uk government on thursday night so that, that would have been thursday the oh i don't know any ideas what the date was in august bear with me uh, it would be thursday the, uh, thursday the 13th it was um when they announced at like 6 p.m said right as of saturday 4 a.m anyone coming back to the uk from France, we'll have to quarantine. We were like, we knew it was going to happen, but we were still okay. We were still okay with that. I spoke to my work, my partner spoke to her work, and we were okay to work from home for two weeks. So we're like, they actually said, do you know what? No, go and have a holiday. It's fine. So we we were like, brilliant, we will. And then a few hours after that happened, we saw that the, I believe it was the French transport minister tweeted to say, we're kind of saddened by this news that uh, English people are going to have to quarantine and we're also going to have to reciprocate this action to anyone arriving in France from the UK will also have to self-isolate for 14 days. And at that point we went, there's kind of no point in going on holiday then. I'm not going to travel to France to stay in a hotel for two weeks to just come home. So at that point we were a bit miffed to say the least. So we went to bed that evening bit disheartened thinking well we're really not going to go are we because we weren't due to travel until monday the 17th well at 4 30 that morning on friday the 14th my partner woke up and nudged me and said shall we go now <laughs> so i went uh well in the um yeah well if yeah okay go on then yeah fine sure so we pretty much got up then 4 30 in the morning Started packing the bags because we hadn't started that yet. We shipped the kids off to the grandparents for a couple of hours at about 7am. Uh, finished packing the car and we're on the road for 10 o'clock driving down to the tunnel. See, um, I mean, the thing is, your, your first mistake was, um, you know, you should have taken leave out of mine and Paul's book. And, you know, when you dropped your kids off at the, the grandparents, we left <laughs> leaving there because yeah. that's, that's what we do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> But you're obviously uh, a lot um, 
I don't want to say that me and Paul are not good parents, but um, I'm, not, I'm definitely not. So uh, I we would, just like Captain Jack too much now. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose that was the kind of beauty of you know with, with the the tunnel. It is something that is is quite easy to rearrange. So, so I literally, I rang them. Um, <clears throat> the slight issue was that because of the advice that had been given by the government, all the people that are in France were trying to get back to the UK, and it's right. the same phone number whether you're uh, leaving the UK. Or, so I had to work, I was on the phone for maybe an hour, which I actually didn't think was too bad to just move my booking forward. Um, yeah. And once, once that was done, I was, yeah, I was like, well, we'll we can stay anywhere in France, I'll be honest. Like there's going to be availability. <clears throat> and we stayed in the same place that we'd already booked anyway. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a very rushed morning of the 14th. And our, 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 our idea was as, as long as we can get on French soil before they make the announcement that we will have to quarantine, we're safe. So we were constantly watching Twitter and the news to see if that had been brought in. And it actually never happened in the end. They never brought in the rule of anyone arriving in France needs to quarantine. So we did travel early unnecessarily, but it made it a week-long holiday instead of a four-day holiday. Yeah, and I suppose the thing is, you had you not done that, then you wouldn't, you potentially wouldn't have gone. I mean, oh, you, yeah, exactly. Because, because the thing is, you know, it was based on the, on the assumption that what we were hearing from the French government was going to happen. The fact yes, that it well, didn't... Th- there was kind of no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, even though... Just, um, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, you know, the, the thing is, you know, because they were saying they were going to have to kind of basically fire back with the same action. Yeah. You knew, had you not got there before then you were yeah, potentially going to no do point. it so yeah. you know adds a bit of cost to the holiday but as you say it also elongates it so exactly yeah it, it made it made it a a four, a week holiday opposed to a four-day holiday with two half days traveling yeah um so yeah it definitely it filled it out a bit more um so yeah we literally yeah by i think two o'clock in the afternoon we were um in france well on my way down to um paris yeah it was a it was a really easy trip down i hadn't got the tunnel before um and it's fantastic yeah i i never done the tunnel before um myself paul you have haven't you via coach yes i've done it on the coach i've done it uh twice now on the tunnel and once on the ferry yeah so i mean yeah, i i hadn't done brilliant. it yeah, I hadn't done it until two years ago. Just come up to two years ago was the first time that I'd ever been driven like that. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was surprisingly um, easy. Yeah, um, well, I would I'm say that because I wasn't driving. <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> okay, the roads... I did drive. And, yeah, it was very hassle-free, yeah. The, the roads are clear, um, you know, and they're, and they're good roads. Like, I know it sounds stupid, oh, I but... Thought, no. I completely agree. The French roads were brilliant. Yes, it cost 20-odd quid in tolls, but I can see what you pay for. You're paying for roads without potholes. Yeah. You are. Yeah, you are paying for, paying for roads. You're paying for um, rest stops every 10 miles, I think they are. 
Um, yes, they've only got a toilet and a playground and water fountains, but that's still good. That's handy if you want a little break. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I really appreciated the uh, the French roads. Yeah, yeah. So, so where did you actually um, end up staying? So we um, we were staying at the Apart Hotel, uh, which is um, Val de Europe, mm-hmm. um, right opposite the corner closest to um, Disney. Um, I can't think how better to explain that. No, I've 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 stayed there. The food, the food court end of um, the shopping centre. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know where it is. I stayed there once uh, about eight years ago, and yeah, um, yeah I it it's not so, so for me. I love staying in Valley Europe, and I my preference is to stay um, as near to the shopping centre as as possible. So I normally stay at the Elise um, or one of the hotels just around there until I make him stay somewhere else. Until you make me stay somewhere <laughs> else. Um, but just just because I like being able to walk into the supermarket there, you know, stock up on snacks and drinks, um, yeah. and you know, breakfast items or whatever. So it just makes the day or the days a bit cheaper because um, oh, definitely. So we, you know, we, a, few, we, a we euro for a bottle of coke compared to you know four euros or whatever adds up for a sip of coke. Um, so yeah, we 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 went we went self catering um, and didn't really plan on spending. Well, we wanted to spend as little as we needed to in the parks. Mm. If we needed a meal, yes, we needed a meal. But we kind of went with a few sandwiches that we'd already made because we went to the supermarket. Yeah, that was kind of the trip that we wanted to have. Yeah. But and what did you... But we uh... did stay as far away from that shopping, as far away from that supermarket as possible. So when you walk there to get shopping, including six bottles of water, it's a long old walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, The only... The only bad thing we found with that was um, when we stayed was we were kind of coming back after the fireworks and stuff. So even though we were there in August, overnight it was getting a bit chilly. And yeah. from the station, it's quite a walk. Right, okay, yes. So, yeah. Because of where it is. But that, that's that's the only bad bit of it, really. I mean, oh, yeah. That's the only thing about to be fair. And to be honest, I had the car, so I could have driven around to that supermarket. I just didn't know in the dams. And to be honest, nothing would be as cold as that night when we we couldn't get back to our hotel. The race weekend one. (laughs) Yeah, where we sat outside McDonald's for half an hour and absolutely froze our ass off in September. Yep. What was the chances of that happening? eh? But what did you think of the the, um, apartments themselves? Um, To be fair, they were okay. They needed a bit, they needed renovation. Uh, They definitely do. Um, but for what we paid, I was happy with them. Yeah. We actually, um, on arrival, got a room upgrade. Um, so we'd, we'd effectively booked two stays um, because of how I'd booked it. We'd booked that first four-day stay and then tacked on three days at the beginning. So when I checked in, I explained that. I said, well, I've actually got two separate bookings and is it possible for us to just stay in the one room so we haven't got to check out and then you haven't got to clean the room? And she said, oh, yeah. She said, how many are you? Four. She went, uh, for a week? I said, yeah, yeah. She went, oh, we'll put you in a seven-bedroom suite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. Um, so that was a nice little treat when we got there. I suspect it was because they were dead. Uh, and they had, it was so quiet all week in the hotel. 
there was harm. I didn't really didn't see many people at all. Mm. Um, and it was quite nice because we were for a week having a bit of extra living room um, where we didn't have to, because we would have been in a, um, a room where there was a bedroom and uh, pull out uh, like a sofa bed. So it yeah. would have been a bit of a pain to fold that bed away every day, but we were willing to do it. So, but yeah, that was quite a nice little treat when we got there. Um, but to be fair, it had a dishwasher, it had an oven, it had a hob, it had all the facilities we needed to cook, had pots, it had pans, um, the, just the decor needed a bit of work. Yeah, just needs a lick of paint and, you know, a new carpet. But So, yeah, I really couldn't grumble. But I think we paid £600 for the week for seven, uh, six nights. Yeah, so we paid about £100 a night. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's, that's too bad. Um, we didn't use... We didn't actually cook in there, but we did make um, sandwiches and, and breakfast things. So because you've got like a little fridge in there, you know, we was able to go and get some cheese and, and whatever from the supermarket. It just meant yeah, we yeah, yeah. had stuff. That is very handy to have. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was handy to have, as opposed instead of having to constantly eat out. So yeah, saves a few quid there. So yeah, yeah. I was uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, really. Um, considering <laughs> I had put a post that you saw, you comment on Zonic on a Facebook group, um, and even though this was already booked, I, th- I thought, do you know what? I've read reviews online, but let's get a, a, a Disney community twist on uh, uh, what this hotel was like. <laughs> and it was very bad almost instantly. And I was like, shit, <laughs> I've already booked it now. So, uh, oh, well. I think, yeah. I, I mean, they're the worst people to ask. And, and You're the probably reason, right. You're probably right. Well, I, and I'll tell you why, right? Because I saw a post um, on another group uh, yesterday. And it was saying because of the because of the, the the hotel closures, um, they could stay at the Santa Fe or Newport Bay, and yeah. you know it's, it's Santa Fe, all right. And you know you had people turn around and say, oh yeah, you know it's it's fine. You know it's it's quite basic. The rooms aren't big, but you know it's it's comfortable and it's clean and you know it's a short you know a twenty minute walk into the parks and what have you. And you get other people going, oh well, you know it's nothing compared to Disneyland Hotel. And I'm thinking. Yeah, because the Disneyland Hotel is about four <laughs> times the price. So yeah. one night at twelve hundred pounds. Yeah, and it's that's, it's that's not a comparison. No, and so that's it. I, I often find sometimes that people's level of expectation or, or people's commenting about well, it's not very good. It's because they will stay at a four or five star hotel, and yes, you you can't compare um, like things like that. You know, it's apples and oranges. It makes no sense. Yeah. So, you know, and, and all I care about, paid, yeah, yeah and, and, and all I care about, because when, when I go there, or when most people go there, you, how, how long are you spending in that hotel room? You wake yeah, up in not, it, you go to bed it's in It's not it. a trip. Yeah, it's not a trip where I've gone to stay. I, I think this actually about a lot of holidays that go on. Like, as long as the hotel is clean and the bed is comfy, I'm not too, because I'm on holiday, I'm not spending yeah. my time in the room. It, it, it certainly depends on where you are as well, doesn't it? Because some places you stay somewhere, but it's not actually what you're doing. No, exactly. Yeah. You could be going off somewhere else. Whereas if you say, like I was watching a, a video, I, I mentioned it to the boys earlier, of Adam the Woo, uh, um, staying at the Hilton at Universal Studios Hollywood. Now that's a completely different story because his room, you can see the whole park. Yeah. And you're going to enjoy that. But sometimes yes. you're just in somewhere that it really doesn't matter 
yeah, what you could have no windows, like. it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Well, me, when me and Craig went to Universal a few years ago and we stayed at Cabana Bay, our, um, our hotel room, the window actually faced out to the big volcano at Volcano Bay. Yeah. And right. you got a very nice view, but we didn't sit there and watch it for hours. No. We were like, oh, that's a nice view. Right, Starbucks is opening in five minutes. Let's pop down to the parks. No, that's, that, that's it. So um, you got there on a Friday. The yep. tickets you had were blacked out until the Monday. Monday. And the problem with, um, you know, the, the only, for me, the only kind of downside, if you've got passes like you've got um, and you're not staying on Disney property, is that you, you can't go to the parks. You know, you, there is that loophole where if you stay in a Disney hotel, you can actually use your tickets outside of that. Can you? Interesting. Yeah, so, and I mean, look, I, I, I will always say this openly, but this is something which could change at any time. It's not yeah, changed since the park first opened. <laughs> but so uh, basically, um, because you are staying at a Disney hotel and you've got your Disney hotel key, that overrides your tickets. As long as you've got oh. a, a park ticket. Yeah, it's only valid, yeah. Yeah, it, you you so um and we did this on the uh, when we went last year because um my wife and my daughter bought annual passes while we were there and um I had the um what's, what's the what's the infinity pass I've got the infinity yeah. pass um they bought magic flex um one of the days that we were there was a blackout day but because we were staying at disney hotel we just showed the disney room key with the annual pass and they let you through oh um, they they scan the hotel room key and then you're in the only problem we, we we had with that was we had a little bit of trouble getting fast pass tickets sometimes sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't it was very odd well be, because it didn't necessarily think you should be there for it yeah but then right, if you okay. did it again, it worked. So I, I, oh. I don't know. But um, yeah, so that, that is something that you, you, can, uh, you can do. Um, so a little, little bit of advice for people. Little, little tip. Little um, tip. So yeah, we couldn't, um, we couldn't go to the parks. Um, so we were like, well, what else should we do then? And I said, oh, do you know what? There's a sea life sensor. And then by the time I worked out how much it was for a sea life pass, and how much it was just to upgrade our annual passes, we just upgraded our annual passes. <laughs> it cost us just under £90 for three upgrades uh, to our annual passes. Wow. Um, there's, there's four of us, but my youngest is under three, I think it is. Um, well, that's, that's what you told him to say anyway. Actually, it's his, it's his birthday tomorrow, so yeah, it, 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 it's also true. Um, so yeah, we just upgraded our passes. Um, I, I spoke to the uh, guy at the desk. We had to go to uh, Bureau de Donald, and um, I said, is there availability to actually come into the park today? Because you need to obviously book your um, reservation to even attend the park. And he was like, yeah, there is, there's loads. Um, so we did our passes. I signed a new contract with them. And we were in. So, yeah, we were there in the park for 10 o'clock-ish um, on Saturday. So, yeah, it was great. And it was so quiet. Well, when you can actually get access to the, the Bureau de Donald, they're actually quite good. It's actually finding that they're open is more the problem. I would say really nine, nine times out of 10, that, that place is empty. 
yeah, it's 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 not good. And then the um, queue over the other side is horrendous. Yeah, because they normally have the um, well, the luggage yeah. is next door as well. So there's oh, two yeah, queues at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Well, so, so because they um, so we I probably didn't encounter that because they've got um, fencing out everywhere with lines that start way back from where you need to be. So you're filtered quite early as you come around that right side of the uh, hotel. So we were straight, to be fair, we were straight in. It took about 10 minutes to actually upgrade the pass and then we were straight into the park because they filtered us back out of Beardy Donald into the park. Yes. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it, it was work completely worth the like 80, 90 quid or whatever it was to upgrade them. Plus, not just the Saturday and Sunday we got in the park, because of the upgrade as well, we then got extra magic hours for the rest of the week as well. Yep. Which was in, was, didn't need it because it was so quiet anyway. So it was even quieter at 8.30 in the morning. It was, uh, it was bizarre how quiet it was in the parks. So now you're in there, um, yeah. you know, you've obviously been there before and you've already said yes. it, it was quiet, but what, what was it like? Other, other than the fact that the queues were obviously shorter, you know, what was the actual overall experience like? Uh, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I had the the overwhelming feeling as I came into the park, and they've got that new song, uh, "Welcome Back to Disneyland," and that was playing, and all the characters were characters were absolutely everywhere, every street corner. Um, they, I think Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, uh, Chip and Dale were there for, must have been from 8.30 in the morning till about 11, wow. uh, welcoming people into the park um, on a rotation. Um, and, but I was amazed that, that we got there and it was, so the first morning must have been, it was gone 10 when we came in. And uh, as you walked in, there was it still wasn't busy, even though people were stopped at the train station looking up at the characters. It was still so quiet. I kind of, I was probably in a crowd at that point, and I kind of took a step back and looked around and went, yeah, there's no one here. And I'd seen videos leading up to our trip, knowing that it was going to be quieter, but videos didn't do it justice. Photos didn't do it justice of how quiet it actually was, but it made it brilliant. (laughs) Because, yeah, no crowds, no waiting, no chance of, like, and then you take into the COVID aspect of it, uh, there was very little, you didn't ever have to move out of the way for somebody because there was so little people in the park. Um, The cast members were on you if you removed your mask um, or took the mask down off your nose, which was very good to see. Um, Yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah. And I... uh, had a little bit of a sweaty eye as I came out uh, underneath the uh, train station and saw the castle, you know. We've all been there. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's good. I, I don't think we could have picked a better time. Um, I don't think you, you'll go again and it'll be that quiet. No. I just don't. Well, maybe, maybe right now when nothing's open. <laughs> yeah, when everything's closed. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, and, and Paul attests to this, you know, I, I, I've never 
I've never had a bad cast member experience. I know people were, uh, you know, people have all different kinds of experiences. And all the times I've been, I've, I've never had a particularly bad um, situation with a cast member. But one thing that they've always been really poor on is, you know, things like people smoking um, where they right, should Right, okay. You know, yeah. there's, there's smoking areas and, and that's where you're supposed to go. And what, Okay, so that was still the case. So it's weird, isn't it? Because... Yes. If they're, if they're so they're, hot they're one in the same. Yeah, yeah, they're one in the same. Yeah. yeah. You'd, um, you'd think yeah, no. when they're on one... They abide by one set of rules, then surely they should be able to abide by all of them. Yeah, of course they should. And follow yeah. that through. But yeah. clearly, there is just something with that smoking rule that cast members like getting involved in. It's almost a, a French privilege to be able to smoke where you want when you want we saw it when the park first opened didn't we when they all moaned well, they could yes. have a glass of wine yes it, it, it's exactly and they changed it like that, that yeah um the yeah so yeah there were definitely still people smoking everywhere and don't get me wrong so even though cast members were hot on the masks thing like even to the point where um if you wanted a drink um you had to be uh, stationary and at the side, you couldn't just be walking down Main Street drinking a drink. They wouldn't allow that. And cast members were stopping that. Whereas if you got to, I don't know, the back of Fantasyland, um, where there weren't cast members, people were potentially abusing it there. But if a cast member's not there, they can't police that. Yeah, so you did get the odd people that, yes, were taking the mask off. But they were really hot on it on rides as well. Um, to the point where if a ride was already in operation, so for example, like I don't know, Dumbo or um, Aladdin's Magic Carpets, they would audibly over the tunnel tell people to put their masks back up. Um, that was one thing I did think they were really popular and really good. Or like um, Tower Terror, where you've got a group photo, they made it explicit that if anyone has taken their mask off for the photo, no one is getting that photo. So you're you're, let, you're letting everybody else down, yeah. So they were very hot on it. They really were. Yeah, we heard the thing about the photos, and I, I kind of like wondered why in a bit. But then I thought, just now, I just thought, I wonder if the reason why they've they've decided on that is not just kind of as a punishment, which obviously is for the people on the attraction, yeah, but also because can you imagine if a photo came out with? Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. people not wearing masks, then you yeah. know, I'm sure the media would have a field day. So, I, I mean, I'm would. guessing that's probably why um, yeah, they really do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they don't want to be saying, on one hand, you've got to wear a mask all the time wherever on property. Oh, apart from rides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. One thing, um, in regards to COVID again, they do, they don't need temperature checks. So, you know, if you, I don't know if you've been to any theme parks over here recently, I've been to a couple of local ones, and there's that whole temperature screening thing when you arrive. Um, yeah. That wasn't happening at Disney, and I, I was surprised by it. That might I, be just French policy. Uh, I was surprised about it as well when they yeah. first reopened, and I was like, they're not doing temperature checks. All yeah. the other parks, all the other US and Asian parks are, yes. have all been so doing that, them. It made me think, is it a French thing? They're not. I don't know. To go to park afterwards. I, I even got a temperature te check the other day going to a local football match that there was like mm -hmm. 300 sorry, of us. Sorry. 
I was about to say, you went to a local football match? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very I'm local not. football match. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, okay, like, okay. literally, it is, I can see it from where I'm sitting right now. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> but it's a ground that holds a couple of thousands, and there was a few hundred oh, okay. of us there. Um, we got temperature checked as we were going into that for just yeah. a couple of hundred of us. Yet so, Disney is thousands of people going in a day, yeah. and they're not doing it. When we arrived on, well, the first day, when it went, um, they've got the new tents up to do the um, contactless screening of bags. And I went, oh, yeah, it's cool, temperature checks. And then I went, oh, no, they're not, are they? And I thought, oh, no, maybe they've changed it. Yeah, I, I was still shocked, even though I knew they were. Yeah, it was, yeah, strange. I wonder if it's, I mean, again, I don't know, but I wonder if it's because of the, the guidance. You know, so... You know, I, I don't think there's much discrepancy between countries, but, you know, it took a while before um, we recognised in the UK that um, a loss of a loss of um, smell and taste. Yes, that came in late for us, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Other countries it's really, it, it was really funny because we, so I, you know, officially we've not had COVID, but yeah. we had three of the four symptoms. Right. And when we had them, or once we recovered, about a week later, um, I saw um, something pop up on Sky News or something that said that um, they're now saying that um, a lot of taste and smell is one of the, um, you know, uh, effects of, of COVID. And it was really weird because I, my wife got ill, well, my daughter got ill first, then my wife, then me. And so we was all a few days behind each other. And when I kind of recovered, I said to her, I can't seem to smell or taste anything and you and went, she, oh, wait a minute. yeah she <laughs> try this bit of broccoli um <laughs> and she and she said yeah i had that as well but we didn't realize at, i mean one we yeah, didn't realize that's what it was but yeah. secondly that, that that was the thing so whilst now one of the symptoms is having a higher temperature um it does appear that different countries have different kind of uh, rules and regs as to, or not necessarily rules and regulations, but you know, different things that they are yeah. saying are symptoms. So it Criteria could be, yeah, exactly. So it could be that in France, temperature is not one of the things not, that, yeah, it might not be deemed as important as, yeah, yeah the, the, the cough or etc. So, yeah, yeah, it purely could be down to that. So, it actually would be interesting to know if other uh, theme parks or, um, you know, people where people gather, do they screen them there or is it a Disney call? Because, like, like Paul said everywhere else every other disney park that is currently open they are temperature screening so yeah it does seem odd yeah but lots um, of uh, also uh, lots of um lots of purell hand sanitizer that's everywhere. exactly what i was going to ask next actually was um i know that they were putting things in place so so you know what was that like so um a lot of the uh, queue lines looked like they'd always been there they were um themed uh, in the same way that the rest of the ride was. So if you had never been before um, and didn't know about COVID, you would just assume that all that plexiglass had always been there. Wow. Um, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, sturdy, um, painted the same, decorated. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it kept that theming going. Yeah, they've done extremely well in regards to that. Um, the only thing I would say... Um, I didn't ever see anyone cleaning, ever see a cast member joining the queue to clean down touch points. So 
there are still railings within that ride that you could have put your hand all over. And mm -hmm. obviously people did. Um, but um, saying that there was hand sanitizer at the beginning of the queue, during the queue, and before you got on the ride. And if it was a ride where they knew that you'd be touching something, for example, uh, the teacups, um, they were make the cast members are making you use their hand sanitizer before you they would let you on the ride to know that you would freshly sanitize your hands. So yeah, in regards to that, again, very good. Like I, it was a bit of a, we we, we kind of laughed it all the time. We had to come home and isolate for two weeks. Yet we'd been somewhere that was way safer than the local Asda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hand sanitizer everywhere. Very good in regard to that. I did see um, cast members a few times cleaning down. You know, the little turnstile you go through at the um, as you approach the entrance to the ride, not the entrance to the ride, the actual at the end of the queue line to yep. go onto the ride. Yeah. Uh, I saw them cleaning that down. You know the the three pronged bar you the turnstile you go through. Yeah. So I saw them cleaning down that. Now whether that was just convenience because the cast member is positioned there. I don't know, but I saw that. Um, and in general, outside of rides, I saw a lot of cast members cleaning down surfaces. Um, toilets were constantly being cleaned, constantly. There was, every toilet you went in, there was someone there um, cleaning. Yeah, that was definitely kept on top of. Um, yeah, so in regard, in general, sorry, yeah, it was very good. And I suppose that the you know the main thing and the the most important thing is, as you say, you felt safe, and that yeah, very. You know me, well, you know we. I, I was supposed to just come back from Orlando. Um, yeah. Obviously, that that didn't happen. Um, Peter was supposed to be going for the run weekend, which I think is this coming weekend. It uh, no, the following one. It was the last okay. weekend this year. It was the the change of. Of date the, the switch round. Well, there you go. See, look what we've done. You know, instead of going for a run, we're having a live show. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Some, that's, e that's exactly. I should have been in Paris while we're doing the live show. Well, there you go. Now you can actually be here for it. Um, if, if I could have actually got there, the opening hours probably would have meant I could have still done the live show. That is very true. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. The um, but I mean, the, the thing is that you know the the big thing for for me when I'm thinking about you know my I've got my annual pass obviously because the parts are closed that got extended uh, for you know extra months and, and and whatever so my pass is kind of running out next year and I've been thinking you know is it worth going you know the the, the big problem you've got whenever you book anything now like you found is that you could have something booked and you could feel safe about doing it and then. Yeah. That's when it gets thrown in the works. Yeah, restriction. Yeah, completely out of your control. Yeah, effectively, there was nothing stopping us going until because even even when the the government brought that restriction in as France not being a safe country to travel to, it invalidated all our insurance, etc. But we were like, well, that's fine. We don't care. We will still go. Yeah, um, it was it was just that other one that would have really stopped us going. Yes. And I mean, the thing is, like before, um, you know, before our, our trip to Orlando got cancelled and I was going with Craig and we were talking about what to do. And at, at that moment in time, um, the, the, the kind of report coming out was that flights were going to be going ahead by September 
but you would need to quarantine for 14 days when you got there and 14 days when you go back and it's like well we're going for the weekend yeah like, there is absolutely no point. Yeah. no point in doing this That's so a complete waste of money it's a futile trip yeah, it's, yeah. absolutely so you know it just wasn't going to work out so we'd already you know kind of ha- had to accept defeat before the flight had even got cancelled yeah. but um yeah it, it sounds like it's it's good and the thing is if you are you know lucky like yourself um or you know well, actually, the three of us really, you know, it is possible for us to do our jobs at home if necessary. Yeah. Therefore, um, the 14-day quarantine that you would need to kind of go into um, when returning back from another country uh, wouldn't be too bad to do um, because to of how... Happy to do that, yeah. yeah. Well, because of, because of how clean and safe it, it was there. Uh, it was, yeah, like I said, a bit of a joke that... Yeah, way safer there than just going to the local supermarket. I wasn't just picking on Mazda earlier as well. You know, no, of course, other, other supermarkets are yeah. available and uh, some are better than others. Um, so while you were there as well, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was very weird this year because obviously we're used to having the seasons uh, and yeah. some of the seasons got cancelled. And then when you were out there, it was supposed to be. Um, and Paul, I'm going to pass this over to you, what it's called. Uh, I believe it's called the Festival of the Lion King and Jungle Book. That's correct. You've got it <laughs> spot on. Um, that's what it's I would have said time. as well. Um, it's it's just too much of a mouthful. Um, yeah. So so that was technically on while you were there. Technically, yes. <laughs> it was an abridged version of what they would were planning to do. Definitely. But some of the stuff was on and um, yeah. You took we, were some... very, we were very lucky to uh, see the Lion King show, yeah, because I think, so it started on the Saturday, so they had re- rehearsals all the week before, then the Saturday we were there, but the, we the first got there, the 15th was the first day, and right. we managed to get in the second showing of the day. Um, it didn't appear that there was that much of a rush to get tickets um, from talking to someone else in the queue. I think they got there. I think they they almost came out on the hour. I think the people that were in the queue with us, they got them at like quarter past the hour uh, using the Line Bertie app. Whereas if you were trying to get tickets to see Anna and Elsa using that, they were gone in the, the seconds that they came out. So it appeared that um, there was lots of availability for them because that theatre was massive that they uh, have that they're using for the show. Mm. Um, which I thought was bad. That was that was probably one of the only negative things that that, that were that I have to say about it. There was no social distancing in that theatre. They were they'd taped um, lines into the benches that you were sat on, and they were telling you to sit uh, one party apart. So. Uh, party space, party space, but they weren't doing that then in front of you. <laughs> so they might have been a meter to the right and left of you, but then you were, you know, how close those benches are. Mm. You were literally sniffing the person's hair in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was bad. That, that was the only thing that was bad. And that changed halfway through the week. They reduced the capacity by half. 
and we didn't go back to the show, but I'm guessing that they must have left the bench in between everybody as well, going uh, forward and backwards. Makes it makes sense. I mean, I, oh, I don't know. I, I was I don't know why they haven't. I was amazed that when we went in, I went oh, strange. <laughs> You've got all these other very good things in place. And it appears that you forgot about this. No, yeah. that was literally the only show that was going on because everything else is yeah. closed. So yeah. they only had that one so, show to concentrate on. And whether they just wanted, I don't know. As many people just started seeing it, but I don't know. But, but yeah, it was strange. But yeah, like I said, I think by the Wednesday that had changed to half capacity. Um, but the show itself was phenomenal. It was... I think it was billed as a Broadway-style show, and it very much was a Broadway-style show. And I think it was an abridged version of The Lion King story, uh, but with all your classic songs in. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. I mean, that, that, that theatre's always had good stuff in it, actually. Um, I remember seeing... I, I never saw... What was it called? Festival of Enchantment? Was that the show? Um, yeah. Ago? When they had the, the Frozen... Yeah, stuff down that end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, for, for many years they had a, a Tarzan show in there, and you know, I've I've never even watched the whole film of Tarzan. You know, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've never had much interest in it. But the actual show they put on in there was brilliant. Really, really fun show, and it would be one that I'd go back and and see if it was on. You know. It was, one of those things that wasn't always necessarily on, but um, was worth watching if if you were there. So it, it's all, they've always done good stuff in there, and it's a shame that it's now um, much more seasonal. Uh, Tarzan yeah. used to run most months of the year, most months, but you know the Lion King show it runs for a few months during the summer and then goes I've got dead. The impression I, I, it seemed like that. Um, set was expensive mm. and I, I I would assume that they were going to use it for much more than that short period of time because it just seemed like a lot of outlay for a short time, I don't know well, they did, exactly they did what the they, same last yeah, year yeah they, they did that last year, it ended race weekend mm. last year yeah. and then it didn't open again until it restarted with this Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Maybe not then. But and they spent all that money to rebuild it as well, which yeah, just makes no sense at all. But it's the same with Marvel. You know, when you think of the um, the uh, <sighs> Cinemagic Theatre in yeah. the yes. studios, you know, that is currently being used for, uh, or has had been used previously for a Marvel show. And... Yeah that would only run during the Marvel season. And although the staging in that is not quite as elaborate as what they did for um, for the Lion King show, it was still well done. And yeah, it was. the theatre itself that, is impressive. Yeah, all of the... I think a few of them are screens on the, the wall and the ceiling, but a lot of it is actual, you know, banners and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's not... It wouldn't be that quick to take up and put that out. You know, there's quite a lot to it. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if it's you know at the moment it, they're using it as an anchor for you to go during that season, but they tend to run these seasons for about two or three years before you know moving on to something else. I wonder if next year we might see the final run of that that season, and then afterwards it just becomes a permanent 
fixture. Um, how about, uh, where does it, where, where is it? Where is it? Um, it's just outside where the Spider-Man ride will be, isn't it? It's Studio Three, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you mean yeah. I was talking about the Lion King thing, but yeah, um, oh, where where sorry. that is? Yeah, it's um, it's almost it's almost facing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Lion King though. Yeah, um, it kind of fits in with that area of the park as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think yeah, I could see the Lion King. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's, it's always going kind of... to always going to be popular. Yeah, it's always been kind of that animal type vibe down down in that yeah, bit, doesn't it? Obviously, as we said, Tarzan, and then mm. the the enchantment stuff, a, a lot of that was it was very similar. It was Pocahontas and, and stuff like that. So it does all kind of fit in together. And it's not that far away from what used to be Crystal County, is it? Yeah. So, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, so it, it was an average season this year. Um, it, it's now officially gone it's like they so removed the mentions of it from the website and everything they put the um so you said it was the lion king and the jungle book the jungle book signage went up on the friday that we left um for the entrance to the other show which was the light it was in the lights motors action theater mm. um all of that signage went up on the friday maybe the thursday um to start on that Saturday. And I think it was the Saturday morning that they knocked it on the head and said, no, nah, not going ahead. And I think yeah. that Saturday, I think that Saturday as well, they cancelled all the performances of The Lion King. I think it then briefly restarted the next few days, but then was put on hold. And then, yeah, in the last week, maybe, I think it was, it's been cancelled completely, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that Jungle Book show just never never opened I mean, it, no. it looked awful um there was some pictures that were taken inside while it, it was yeah, being changed over yeah. but it looked it looked awful and i don't know whether they just gave up on it because of what's <laughs> going on or they gave it up on it because like, it looked rubbish <laughs> it's, it seemed like that we know they were fully going ahead with it the fact that signage had gone up the day before mm. it was very a very last minute decision to knock it on the head so well the uh, official the official reasoning was um that uh the they had not been given permission by the government um they had they told them they couldn't go ahead with it but um yeah i don't know how many people believe that no so that's that's the that's the version of events they put out um, yeah. Everyone else thinks it was just going to be a load of tosh, and so <laughs> why bother? Um, but yeah, it's 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 a shame. Um, obviously, this was supposed to be the last year of the Marvel Festival as well. Um, that hasn't taken place, so I don't know if they are going to bring that back next year. I think it's very... I don't really feel they need to, do they? With a new attraction opening, and no, will, it, if... will it will it open on time? Yeah, I think so. That was that was pretty ahead of schedule I think from mm. having seen okay. what they've done um, I definitely think Spider-Man will be ready I'm not convinced Iron Man will be done by next year but um, but yeah it seems like Spider-Man is Iron progressing Man, quite well Iron Man's just a retheme isn't it uh, well, they're, or, they're, or they're retracking it 
I I think they're going to retrack it. I mean, uh, okay. Rock and Roller Coaster. Well, Rock and Roller Coaster uh, opened in two thousand and two. I want to say so. It, it was okay. probably coming up to uh, a time when they would want to replace some of it anyway. They did um, go down for a long refurb, didn't they? Not. Oh, not that long ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it it did. Um, but I um, wonder whether that was just to fix the the problems it had for then to keep it until. It, it, it could have also been yeah, it could prep work as well for the Iron Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, we don't know. All we know is it's not an Iron Man coaster. We've got no idea how different it's going to be. Um, if they're putting screens in there or or, or God knows what. So, um, yeah, they could have used that time to. Uh, figure things like that out as well, um, but yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, because it already exists. You wouldn't think it would take as long to do as Spider Man when they're, you know, they've knocked a, some buildings down and they're completely rebuilding it from the ground up. You would think well, that would take more time, but sometimes it's almost easier to start as a blank canvas than it is to try and work around something. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But uh, yeah, t- time will time will tell. But yeah, I think. You're probably right, Paul, that they don't need to do a festival for that anymore because it's going to be permanently there. So, yeah. And I would imagine alongside the work they're doing on the former Stitch attraction or the, I suppose, the Disney Junior attraction that's, that was meant to be open this summer, um, I would imagine the Doctor Strange work has been done at the same time. Mm. So I would imagine that will open as well. Next and the where's, that going? where's that going? Stitch that's Live? Going, yeah. On that so side. Stitch, Stitch Live is open. Yeah, yeah. The that's Stitch, it's not going. Uh, it's not going Stitch Live. That no. is right. still being kept for now. Um, yeah, it's going in the building behind it, I believe. Right. Yeah. Okay. It used to be um, a Disney Channel tour. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of building there that they've not really done much with over the years. So um, some of that's being earmarked for it. And the restaurant, the stars, is going to become uh, an Ant Man restaurant, and microbrewery, and microbrewery. Yep. Pim Pim particles. Oh, no, yeah. that's um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a Pim. It's a, it, it's called Pim something. Um, yeah. Should be called Pim My Ride, but it's not. Um, so, uh, what? While you were there. Obviously, a lot of the park was open. Bits, as we've talked about, weren't. But um, was there anything that was that was closed or was lacking in your trip? Uh, no, not really. Um, I think a lot of the closures have come the weeks after we've left. So we were really lucky in regards to um, closures, other than already scheduled closures. So um, Buzz, uh, that was down. But that was planned maintenance. We always knew that was going to go down. Um, other than that, um, no, everything was, everything we wanted it to be open was open. It was very good in regards to that. Like, like I said, it was, we almost picked the perfect week before everything started closing. Yeah. Well, no, the perfect, the perfect week would have been the week before when we didn't have to come back and isolate, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Swings around that. And what was, um, what were cues like for things like Crush's Coaster? So Chris's co-star was still an hour wait, uh, an hour plus wait, um, purely because there's nothing else in that park. Um, but we um, literally 8.30, rope drop, 
me and Isaac, my oldest, went straight there, five minute wait to get on it, um, which quickly climbs up five minutes after the park opens. And then we just did um, child swap and um, my partner went on the ride uh, via the exit. So we smashed that out in 10 minutes of park opening one day. Um, but yeah, that was, consist- that was consistently um, an hour. And do you know what? After I went on it, I was like, oh, I don't even like this fucking ride. <laughs> oh, it's, I don't, it's, it's just, um, what do they call them? Is it a crazy mouse? What a wild mouse ride indoors. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. brutal. <laughs> it was it's, really, it's, it's old. It's a more, it's a more extreme version of uh, wild is. mouse because it has yeah. a much higher and, and more banked curves. Plus you've got the vehicle that is actually rotating which yeah. doesn't normally happen on those like they're normally static in one direction yeah. and it spins around um i i have a uh, a love-hate relationship with it but i uh, i enjoy it much more now than i used to whilst paul you're almost the opposite aren't i've you? been on it once and i thought it was appalling yeah and nowhere <laughs> near the worth the weight that yeah. it causes so wrong yeah so i i, I kind of said the same I, i'd be a bit miffed if i had to wait that long to go on it because i just simply forgot what it was like and yeah so you mentioned child swap and it's not something that i've um i've ever had to implement really um so for those that um have have done that what you know how so, does that work I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, if the if anyone is if any child in your party can't go on the ride, uh, and obviously both parents can't uh, go on the ride at the same time, one of you goes on with one child. Um, go on the ride as normal. As you come off, if you speak to the customer and say, um, I've, "I need a child swap token," and they um, give you a Disneyland Paris readmission ticket, uh, they're pre-printed. Well, not all of them had them, to be fair. Uh, but most of them did, a pre-printed little pass that you pass on to the other person that hasn't been on the ride, and they simply just come to the exit or on rides that don't have an exit. There is a place for you to go, um, disabled entrance, exit, something like that, and just go on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, simple as that. Um, and yeah, saves obviously that other person having to queue the whole queue again. So yeah, if you if if you've got if you're in that situation, yeah, take advantage of it, because um, why should you have to queue again? Yeah, because we the only time we didn't do child swap, but we did um, hyperspace mountain last year, and my daughter was too. I mean, she was she was too frightened to go on it anyway. But we was going to put yeah. her on it if if she could, but she was too small. So we got fast passes for it, and we just went and and did it like that. Um, which yeah. is which is fine for those attractions where you can do that. Um, yeah, but yeah, a, a ride that hasn't got out the fast pass, and you, then you've not got necessarily you haven't got to necessarily use the fast pass if uh, you've already got one in your um your basket, as it were. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it's just a handy little thing to know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um, that's uh, good advice actually. Um, and, and did anything else happen on your trip before it ended? Yes, uh, I proposed to my uh, partner, so she will be soon my wife. So, I mean, I was obviously appalled at this because I just, well, I don't know why, because you've told me before, but I, I just assumed you were married and obviously 
um, so, I'm so, very religious every, and I don't believe in this. <laughs> um, yeah, so me, me and my partner have been together for nearly 10 years now um, and we've never really been too fussed about getting married um, because yeah, we're not religious. So, yeah, we haven't bothered. We had some kids, we bought a house. Um, and we always talk about it, to be fair, and say, you know, we'll get married at some point. And, um, well, we're both Disney fans and it had uh, been a bit of a rubbish year for everyone. So I thought I'd try and make it a bit better. Now, the main thing so, is you um, said yes, so... Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was a lovely end to uh, a lovely week. It was kind of the perfect ending. Uh, so we're probably not going to get back there in the next couple of years, to be fair. Um, although I'm actually holding my annual pass in my hand and I notice it expires on the 15th of November. So, you know, I've got a few months. Cheeky weekend. There you go. Exactly. Just got to do a bit of a bit of that. Um, but no, I mean, congratulations on that. Um, thank you. Thank you. I did. You know, I, I did obviously something very similar um, when I was the first time I went to Disney World. I, I did same kind of thing. Uh, you know, by the castle, and it, it's really funny because when when I when we did it. I, you know, it was still kind of early days of social media and stuff. And I, I didn't yeah. know about Disney Facebook groups and stuff. So I thought I was doing something that people don't usually need, do. Yeah. And then you realize that, you know, everyone does it. And yeah, <laughs> it doesn't and, did you see? It's your magic sure. day. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's still yeah, exactly, magic. Yeah. So it's good. I saw a post yesterday where someone in Florida had proposed uh and everyone was absolutely taking the mick out of him because it was like it's such a common thing to the point where in your photograph someone in the background is also proposing to them um <laughs> yeah it was like it's that common that you're doing it exactly the same time so that that kind of takes the edge of it um yeah so we'd uh we'd actually gone we'd actually left the park for that day and come back because it was actually my partner's birthday as well um, so we were coming back to have dinner and we'd gone into the um, Disneyland Park and uh, they got photo pass photographers uh, planted in front in front of the castle to have a photo. We were like, I'm going to take advantage of that um, and get them to take a photo. And they finished <laughs> for the day. <laughs> so my five-year-old took the photos of us. <laughs> so we had to kind of prep him and prep her and yeah yeah so it's slightly staged photos because otherwise we'd have never got a photo <laughs> yeah i know what you mean i um yeah i was i was when 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 i did it i was quite lucky in that um i just happened to take a picture at the exact right time so i managed to get a picture i didn't have a ri- i had a ring i didn't take the ring with me so I gave her something to open instead and I managed to just capture the photo as she, it was a love heart. She really loved love heart sweet. So I, I, you could yeah. buy, you could buy like ornamental ones. So I just bought that. Like the, the, little stain, the little stainless steel one. It wasn't like actually, it very, very strangely it wasn't, but it come in this ridiculous trinket box. So I think it right. was just uh, one that had been dipped in something to make sure it didn't right. kind of, fade or, or whatever but so she opened this drinking box and it, it had this love heart with Mary on it and I just managed to capture the the shot of her as she moved her head up 
and it's the most incredible picture because I've never seen her have that expression ever again in her life. <laughs> I've captured it on film. But um, yeah, we managed, um, you know, uh, Disney World obviously have photo pass photographers all over the place. So we managed to get a photo yeah. just after the event. But um, yeah, Disneyland Paris, it's, it's the, the one big complaint with the whole photo pass thing there is that you do often struggle to get a lot of photos. So... Um, the week we were there, they've definitely put more into place. Um, mm. Yeah, they. I must have. Oh, we must have two hundred photos from wow. Photo Pass. Um, because so it, it's, it's as if they were making up for um, the situation, effectively. Um, but I'm just logging in two seconds. Um, they were planted everywhere. So in front of the castle, to the right and to the left, you had a normal photographer just taking photos at view at the in front of the castle. And then to the right, that was a magic photo. Yeah. Um, and that rotated as well. Uh, so they either holding some balloons or I think it was with Tinkerbell. Um, you had meeting uh, Chewie or Darth Vader, and that was on a 30-minute rotation. Um, Ratatouille, that was um, a magic photo. So outside Ratatouille, you holding your hand with Ratatouille. Um, Waltz, uh, the partner statue at the studios, that was a photo. They had Pocahontas, they had um, one at Dumbo, that was a magic photo. Sorry, Pocahontas photo was in uh, Adventureland and you're stood with Pocahontas. Um, what else? Another Tinkerbell one outside of oh what's the annual pass office called uh the, the bureau. Uh, annual pass bureau, bureau yeah. yeah yeah so they had a photo pass there i think it's there anyway um with the castle kind of in the background um sully and mike photo um a stitch photo in the studios on a bench all of the superhero meeting uh, meet and greets they were all photo pass um yeah that looks like it i think and then all of the ride ones oh a peter pan one so um near the pirate ship um a peter pan magic photo and meeting olaf as well randomly in Ventureland. i think it looks like um so yeah that's where it'd be so yeah so so yeah we, we, we've got yeah an absolute shed load so we bought the um photo pass for the year when we were there last year mm-hmm. so we kind of thought well we might as well take advantage of it but yeah um it, it appeared that i don't really remember there being many photo pass photographers well yeah last year when we went so yeah i, I think there was way more or is it that i don't know do you recognize those locations that i've just said no or is it i just didn't use them last time they're pretty new because it was busier. yeah the, certainly the the photos outside the annual pass bureau is something very new i'm assuming they're not doing it at the moment considering it's closed and covered in scaffolding but so yeah no, um, so, so your, your your back's actually to the castle opposed to the bureau yeah. um mm. and it and it was kind of a bit of i think it's there anyway it's to the right hand side of the castle anyway because i can see the castle in the background yeah it, that's probably not there anyway because normally you've got the shows and stuff going on behind on you that little, oh yeah it's not is it no 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 you're right so it makes me think that no, that's definitely no. 
anyway, magic, there was, magic um, photos on. Yeah, the, the magic photos are, are pretty much new. They don't really do the effect photos. That was the, no, that's been something that they've really promoted since they reopened. Yeah, and it's yes, weird because they should have always done it anyway. Yeah, but you, we've not got characters, man, but you can still meet them um, in your photos. That's been the whole big thing, hasn't it? Yeah, so so going back to that, actually, so um, with the, the characters that were out, did they have... Obviously, you couldn't go near the characters, but did they have yeah. photographers there to take pictures with you yes. kind of so, in front of them? So, so as you walk into the park, you've got... Um, Daisy bang in the middle of um, Main Street, uh, right in front of the train station. She didn't have a photopath photographer with her. Um, and then to the right and to the left, just before you walk actually onto Main Street itself, mm. um, um, you had a rotation of, I think Minnie was there first when we walked, went in, and Goofy was on the right hand side. They didn't have photo pass to photographers either. They were just selfie spots. Mm-hmm. As you walked down Main Street and uh, to the left-hand side, uh, you had Winnie the Pooh and friends on a little raised area. Do you know where I mean? Was that way too vague of a description? <laughs> As if you were, if you got to the end of Main Street and went yeah, right, on the left-hand side. Uh, sorry, left. Sorry, not right. Yeah, no, left. Um, yeah. yeah. So there was uh, always a always a character there. Again, that was a selfie. Um, and then who else have we got? Mickey and friend at the back of uh, Disneyland Park. Uh, that was indoor, and that was a selfie as well. That wasn't photo pass. Um, Anna and Elsa when, uh, and Sven, when we met them inside the studios, uh, that wasn't photo pass either. That was a selfie. Um, so a lot of the characters were not selfie. In fact, it's only Darth Vader and Chewie that are, and oh, Mike and Sully, they're photo pass. But yeah, the rest of them are all um, selfie spots. Yeah, which, 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 which to be fair was a good replacement for the uh, the circumstance. You know, yeah. it was good that they it was good that they had them out, and it was good that they had more out. Yes, um, because that twofold, you know, disperses the crowd, so you haven't got a huge queue, and there was never a huge queue to meet any of the characters. Now that could be that the crowd was dispersed through lots of meet and greets, or the fact that it was just a low crowd number. Yeah. Um, either but way, yeah, it worked. It did work, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah, making the best of a bad situation, aren't they? Yeah, no, absolutely. Just just trying to make things better considering the, yeah. the circumstance. So, it, and, and it, it, it was fine. Um, you know, um, the boys um, met all of the characters last year, had hugs, had autographs. So it's not like they've never done it before. If it was your first time, and you're expecting that, then, well, you should have curbed your uh, expectations, <laughs> for one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that might have been a bit gutting if it was your first time and you really love Chip and Dale and you weren't allowed to hug them. But, you know, it's where we are, 2020. Yeah. Even though, I mean, they are wearing the biggest mask of all. Oh. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's another story. Um, yeah. 
Paul, did you have any other questions? No, I actually really enjoyed listening to it. To be honest, it's uh, it is very intriguing. I've not. I said on the last show, we were in a group chat, and I left quite quickly um, because I was disappointed. I obviously just found out that I couldn't go because of what yeah. they were putting in, um, and I was kind of disappointed. And I haven't really looked at a lot of it because I have got a trip booked. Not sure whether I'm going to get there or not before the end of the year. Yeah. There is a there's a train booked, there's a hotel booked, there's park days booked. Whether I get there is a different story. Um, but it's been really quite interesting to see how they've dealt with it, both yeah. good and bad. You've you've pointed out some great stuff that they're doing, but you're also pointing out some really bad stuff that they they weren't doing properly. Um, and obviously with a lot of it closed now, I'm not going to see a lot of it anyway um, mm. before I go. Um, but yeah, it's just been really interesting to hear what you had to say, Luke, and how the, the trip went. So when, when's your trip booked, Paul? Well, my trip, was, my trip was originally like two weeks, but I, I cancelled that. Eurostar gave right. me vouchers and everything. So I've booked for like two weeks before Christmas. Okay. Um, I'm just going to do a night. Um, and a couple of days in the parks. You never know; it might be available by then. But I'm I'm starting to lean towards that. I'm not going to get there again. Um, I mean, I was I was going to book to go with Paul because we want to go and eat at Captain Jack so so much. Um, but I'm also conscious of the fact that I could be um, I, I could be the problem here, and I feel that if I book um, you know my train now, for argument's sake then we'll probably find out that um, we're banned from entering France until January. So um, I've not booked... The day before. Yeah, I, I just feel that I, it's going to be me that ruins it. You know, I don't... I don't the f- amount of trips I've had cancelled on me already <laughs> this year is, is ridiculous. I mean, I don't, I don't feel that I am Murphy's Law or I'm Jonah or something. But no. you know. every time I book something, Craig's like, oh, that's it. It's never opening again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be you that's the problem. I, don't I think know, it's but... me because I've already had Disneyland Paris cancelled. I've had Orlando cancelled. Then I've I've booked other things. What what else did I book? I booked Back to the Future tickets, the musical. And Craig was like, "That's it. That's that's never opening. Yeah, but that's not opening until oh, next I, year anyway." Yeah, and I and I really hope you get to see that. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> wife did it without even telling me. Okay, um, while we're on that subject, who's the guy playing Doc? Where do I recognise him from? Uh, he's he's done other... Uh, he's quite a famous stage actor. Yeah, yeah he, is, he is, is. But he's been in what? some other stuff recently. I s- um, I've, not Googled, I've, not, I've not bothered Googling it, but yeah, I recognise him. He did the producers um, after I yeah. saw it. Um, so I saw it with Lee Evans and... Um, oh, God. Who's, um, who's Timon? Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. God. Yeah, so I saw it with them. I saw it the last night they were they were in it. Um, so that was great. And he took over that role. But he, yeah, he's a famous uh, Broadway and, and stage actor. In Roger Bart. That's, That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but he's uh, also done some TV work recently as well, I think. Yes, he has popped up in That's, a few bits and pieces. Yeah, that's yeah. where I think I recognise him from. Roger Bark. Yeah, Bart, as in Simpson. Oh, Bart, as in... So he was in Netflix version of a series of unfortunate events. Um, he You're going to say something that's really bad and I'm going to go... Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at his, his bio on the... 
the uh, musical on? website. So was he in modern, modern Family? I think he popped up. In. He might have been. He's not listed here, but he was in Revenge, Desperate Housewives, Thirty Rock, and Episodes. Revenge. Yeah, it might be Revenge where I recognise him. Episodes. Oh, yeah. Wow, who's he playing? Episodes. Matt LeBlanc. It might be that. <laughs> he plays Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> feel old now <laughs> <laughs> but no that does that does look pretty good but yeah so yeah. um i don't i don't want to jinx it i mean i i can go i can go to paris at the same time that paul's going but i don't you know want the current it, so. operating hours they've got that start on is it october the 4th have they put an end date on that or have they just put from october the 4th this is the operating schedule that's all they've said so far. Yeah, they normally right, okay. they normally change it before Christmas anyway. So, okay. so I think that'll be October's. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, those opening hours are kind of winter opening hours anyway. Yeah, right, and okay. I think they are changing them again for the holidays, aren't they, for October? Yeah, they are. they are. For the half-term week, they extend slightly. Yeah. 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 But no, coming up to the, towards Christmas and stuff, that those park hours there are, are pretty standard to be. Okay. To be fair, so yeah. Well, I, I hope it does all fall. I hope it does all fall in line for you, Paul. Yeah. Um, and Nick, if, if you go, just because it um, it is it, it's a good time to go because it's safe. In my eyes, it was safe, and it's quiet, so you can take advantage of the. I I I I felt that I got a lot more from the trip than I did the year before because I had more time to take advantage of the details that I know are there but almost just breeze past because you're in such a hurry to get to the next thing because you've been queuing for two hours previously. Yeah. And that's um, been yeah, that's been I my problem. Because I've been going for race weekends. I don't have so, time yeah. to stop. Yeah, li- <laughs> yeah literally. Yeah. And I mean, you get like a few hours in the afternoon in the park and that's it. It's, it's time gone. to stop again. Cheer, cheer, honest, to, yeah. honest to God, Luke, uh, we were there uh, when we did the race weekend back in, what was it, 2017? 20, 18? Yeah, 18. 2018. And um, I remember the we got there the Friday, Friday afternoon, and I wanted to do Hyperspace Mountain because I hadn't done it. And we looked at the, the time and I think I think it might have been about forty minutes or something. And we yeah. thought, oh, no. have we got time to do that? Or no, let's head back. Let's head back and get ready for the race. Oh, so that's what we what, did. What forty minutes isn't a bad waiting time. Well, it isn't when the next day it was Ooh. never less than two hours because oh, obviously geez. everyone was there for the race weekend. So you had yeah. the usual weekend crowd plus all of these thousands of people that had come over specifically yeah, for race weekend. And I mean that Saturday was absolutely bloody awful wasn't it we did about did we say three attractions we got through in the end possibly two or three like and we finished we finished a run at what 11 yeah that that was we probably got back to the room by about 11 yeah so i mean you know we weren't we we had a lot of the day left but you just could not go on anything it was it was complete madness so um yeah so yeah. if you do get to go, yeah, hopefully you'll. So we went on every single attraction apart from Haunted Mansion, purely because the kids were probably a bit too young for it, and yeah, we didn't. 
yeah, we just didn't go on that. But literally every single other ride, and we only we only kind of did half days in the park. We did road drop till maybe two, three in the afternoon, because that was enough for the kids. Mm. Um, so it, that quiet, that yeah, you, you, yeah. So I really do hope you both um, get to go. Well, I'll be honest. Having spoken to you about it now has um, changed my opinion somewhat on um you know what it might be like there so i i definitely feel more confident in um wanting to go at least than i had done before so thank you um very much for that and uh, yeah thank you for sharing your trip and also this this good man um i was get i wasn't getting abuse from the mickey waffles but we were talking on the mickey waffles about spirit jerseys and i said like you know i just haven't found (laughs) the right one and then i think it might have been the day after i recorded an episode with them saying that that i then saw this neon blue and green uh spirit jersey and i was like that is right up my straza that is the kind of spirit jersey i've been waiting for and then all i could buy in the uk was a disneyland version which i'd already bought and I couldn't buy it because I've never been. And I thought, you know, if it was Disney World, I could have justified it. But I've never yeah. been to Disneyland. And I just felt, Ugh. and then once I knew you was going, I was like, this is this is my opportunity. And, and this you is have, the perfect timing. That's it. And the stars align and, you know, uh, very kindly um, picked it up for me um, and sent me some yeah. of your sweets, which no, I still haven't yeah. eaten, but I will do. No, no, well, the, fir- the first question was, <laughs> when we got them my wife went to me oh, can we eat them because we're vegetarian and i was oh, like oh well I don't know. well that's we'll it have to, it's, we'll have to it, google translate the packet well, that's it i said well it says gelatin but not all gelatin is it's meat based yeah yeah so i was like so i'm gonna plead complete ignorance and eat them anyway because it's not like i'm gonna die it's not like this is gonna break my religion or something this is a lifestyle choice so I, I really couldn't give a toss if um, that do I, to, I, I break do, it because of that reason. So, do you want to, do you want to tell the story of how I got the sweets? Did I tell you that? You know what? That that is a good way of closing this episode. So, um, the the backstory is, I you know, Luke picked up this jumper for me. He's very grateful. Uh, it came very quickly in a nice box um, with this jumper and. A, a fairly sizable large of strange Haribos. I mean, I've never seen this type of Haribo in the UK. Not in the UK, yeah, not in the UK no, no. Yeah, yeah, they're selling in our local shop. Okay. Um, so at reception of the hotel, they have a big jar on the uh, reception, um, where I would assume uh, normal time they must open these bags of Haribo and decant the sweets into it to fill a big jar, and kids can go and help themselves to a handful. Now we know that is absolutely disgusting <laughs> because of what kids do. And, but we never, ever, ever thought like that until 2020. So now instead, they were just putting whole, there are 100 gram bags of Haribo. So, you know, the normal Haribo size bag. Um, they were just putting packets of those in. Um, so I might have taken advantage slightly and they were free. You know, they were free. They were giving them away. Um, but I did take um 70 bags back to England with me because you know they were giving them away and I felt like you know I need to get my money's worth yeah so on next month's show we will be giving away a bag of these do you know what if a listener think of a question I've got so many left 
think of a question, get them to answer it, and um, send them some tweets. By all means, honestly, I've got so many left. I've given them away to absolutely everyone as well. We had my kid, we had my youngest son's birthday party last weekend, and there was like twenty five kids. They all had a bag of Haribo sweets, and I've still got those left. And the good thing is, as well, when you do that at a kids' party, like most kids when they have kids' parties get those little 10p bags of Haribos with like oh, four no, sweets well, in. So you've not one of ours. That's what <laughs> yeah, I mean. I the game. <laughs> yeah, see, you're, you know, your kid is a talker at the school now because he's a sweet boy, you know. And, and they're all learning French as well because it's all in French, you know. Exactly. Exotic, exotic sweets. <laughs> um, Luke, thank you so much uh, for joining you're us on this welcome. episode. Um, it's been I mean, good. It's been good. It's been good to catch up because said we um, we we don't get to speak as much as we used to anymore because some people have lives and other people um, spend their lives recording far too many podcasts. Um, but um, yeah, you know what? It is good. It, it's good to hear your voice and be able to talk back to you. Ah. Instead so of just shouting <laughs> at your headphones. Yeah, yeah. Why are you not answering me again? Paul has that kind of issue sometimes on podcasts, don't you? Where I just talk and you don't get a word in edgeways. And one day I'll learn, but never mind. Um, but no, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and also, like, we don't have many guests on this show. I think you are probably Second. only our... No, I think um, uh, we had, we've had we had Tiffany on and we had Pete on. Yes. So I think yeah. so I think you might be the three. third. But yeah, we, def- we, we don't have many. So, so that's an honour bestowed on you one of the rare guests on this podcast um but we will see you um in october god this year is eventually flying by but it's taking a long time and uh p-dubs what are we doing in october we will be taking our wander around fantasy land fantasy land the land of fantasy so um Thank you for listening, and we will see you next month. Au revoir. of the After Dark Podcast Network.